Worship is the most important choice you will ever make on any day of your life. Worship is your response to who God is. Worship is an act of your will. It's not a knee-jerk reaction to how you feel or to how much you like your circumstances. Worship could be the key not only to loose your chains, but to loose someone else's chains as well. Will you decide to worship no matter what your circumstances look like? This is Carol McLeod, Bible teacher and author. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. Paul and Silas had their clothes stripped off of them. They'd been beaten by an unruly and vicious crowd. They'd been thrown into a Roman prison cell. Their feet had been locked in stocks. They were being guarded securely. And now it was midnight. What did you do at midnight on the very worst day of your life? Do you know what Paul and Silas did? They prayed and they were singing hymns of praise to God. Paul and Silas were determined to give glory to God regardless of what they felt or of what their circumstances were. The radical response of Paul and Silas was an act of their wills. It was not a result of expressing how they felt. Are you more concerned about your feelings than you are about bringing praise to the name of the Lord Jesus? Listen, everywhere I go, women talk about this with me. They say, Carol, but I don't feel like worshiping. Some women even say something like this, God understands that I don't feel like worshiping. And you know what I want to say to them? No, he doesn't. God does not understand how one of his own children would choose not to worship him during the worst moment in their lives. Feeling like worshiping has never been a prerequisite to choose to worship. Even God says, that there'll be moments in your life when worship will seem like a sacrifice. Hebrews 13, 15. Through him, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of lips that give praise to his name. Paul, who is almost assuredly the author of the book of Hebrews, does not ask you to do anything that he has not done himself. And in Hebrews, what Paul actually says is that we are to continually, without stopping, we are to offer a sacrifice of praise to God. While your flesh is crying out in pain, while your soul is saying, I don't want to worship, the response of powerful men and women is that they will worship Indeed, worship is not an emotional response to things that you like or things that you appreciate. That's called thanksgiving. Worship is a spiritual response to who God is. Acts 16, verse 26. 
And suddenly there came a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison house were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened. Oh, I just wish I had been there. God had verbally called Paul and Silas on this evangelistic venture when their first stop lands them unfairly in prison. I want to ask you a question. Is life fair? No, ma'am, it's not. Life is not fair, but God is always, always good. Their time in prison was marked by two powerful activities, praying and singing praises. Now, these are my kind of men. Talk about heroes of the faith. Paul and Silas have my undivided attention. I want to challenge you today that what you spend time doing in prison, the activities that you choose to participate in determine how long you're going to be in prison and how you're going to get out of prison. See, when you praise, when you rejoice, when you choose joy in prison, get ready for an earthquake of divine proportions. An old preacher used to say, Paul sang tenor, Silas sang baritone, and God sang bass so thundering and loud that it caused an earthquake. Their stocks fell off, the locks shattered, the doors flew open, and the chains broke in two. If you want doors to be opened on your behalf, start singing, my friend. Start singing. I believe that God is ready, willing, and able to move heaven and earth on behalf of those who worship their way through the midnight hour. Now, not only were Paul and Silas set free, do you see what Acts chapter 16, verse 26 tells us? That everyone was set free. Your choices while you're spending time in prison may hold the keys to someone else's freedom. God may have allowed you actually to spend some time in prison because you hold the key to open the door for somebody else. The act of your will that chooses joy and rejoicing while in prison may loose someone else's chains. Have you ever thought of it this way? Your prison experience may not be about you. You may have landed in less than ideal conditions in life because someone there needs your song in the night. So sing, my friend, sing, even at the midnight hour. Acts chapter 16, verses 27 and 28. And when the jailer awoke and saw the prison doors opened, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried out with a loud voice saying, do not harm yourself for we are all here. The jailer knew according to Roman military law, that if a prisoner under his watch escaped, that he would be given the punishment that the prisoner was supposed to receive. Because the guards were responsible for the prisoners, if a prisoner escaped, the guard would have to serve 
the prisoner's term or be killed. A prisoner's property would be confiscated. And so if the prisoner escaped, the jailer's property would be confiscated. In order to escape the same sentence that Paul and Silas had, the jailer grabbed his sword and was about to insert the lethal blow. And just in the nick of time, Paul yelled out, don't do it. We're all here. You know what I wonder? I've always wondered if Paul and Silas at that moment were leading all of the freed prisoners to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 16, verses 29 and 30. And the guard called for lights and rushed in. And trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. And after he brought them out, he said, Sirs, what must I do? to be saved. The guard asked for a light. I've always loved this detail in Acts chapter 16, verse 29. I've always loved the fact that the Holy Spirit tells us what words came out of the jailer's mouth. He said, I need a light. Would somebody give me a light? The jailer who had lived his life in darkness, fear, and the mistreatment of others was about to meet light with a capital L. He was about to meet the light of the world. He was about to meet the Son of God who had said, let there be light. Acts 16, 31. And Paul and Silas said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Believe. That's all you have to do is believe in Jesus. Your choice to worship rather than to worry and complain has the power to lead someone else to believing in Jesus Christ. Your choice to praise rather than to question God has the power to lead someone else to belief in Jesus Christ. Don't ever think that what you say doesn't matter. What you say at the midnight hour when you have been mistreated and when you're dealing with less than ideal conditions, it matters. It matters very much. Someone else's life depends on it. Someone else's eternity may depend on it. When you are uncomfortable and out of control, when life has beaten you up and you feel the darkness closing in around you, make the powerful and eternal choice that Paul and Silas made that midnight hour. Listen, Paul and Silas were real men with real hopes, dreams, and plans. They had feelings just like you and I do, and their life had careened off course. They were in physical pain when they chose to offer up a sacrifice of praise. And because they made that choice, an earthquake happened. Their chains dropped. They led jailers to the Lord. They led the man who was their guard to the Lord. 
Paul and Silas had to choose, just like you and I have to choose, every single day of our lives. The impact of the life of Paul and Silas was tremendous due to this one decision. They worshiped at the midnight hour. What will you do, my friend? What will you do? There is a world listening for the choice that you will make this day and every day of your life. If you long to live a life bigger than life itself, then you will make the choice that Paul and Silas made at the midnight hour. You will offer a sacrifice of praise. for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.